Now, we've got a provisional estimate on our economic growth for the first part of the year, and uh, she's as flat as a pancake. Underlying growth is flat from the last quarter, so we may have, on an annualised basis, about 2% growth at the moment. It's all the old favourites at play, staffing, material cost, shipping. What in part is saving us, and this is the interesting bit, are the prices we're getting for some of the products offsetting the lack of growth itself. Now, Infometrics Principal Economist and Director Brad Olson's back with us on this. Brad, very good morning to you. Good morning. So just explain that to people who don't follow this closely. 2% annualised, that means we're still flat. For the month of quarter one, January, February, March, we're flat, right? Yeah, we are. And look, that that 2% growth on the same period last year, remember that came at a time when you had the Valentine's Day and then the March lockdowns in Auckland. So you are comparing to a sort of weaker base. You'd be concerned if we hadn't been growing off that. But quarter to quarter, when you sort of strip out all of that, uh, that those various movements, you do see that underlying growth is basically nothing. In fact, I think on our model at the moment, it's 0.01% up. And what it really is showing is that New Zealand is redlining. We're at that capacity mark. uh, And for every additional dollar that we're spending, we're not actually getting a huge amount of growth out of it. We're just paying more and getting less bang for our buck. Also important to point out, because the spending came out the other day, it was up, I think, 7%. Everyone went, whoa, you're just spending more money to get the less, essentially, compared to what you used to get. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, inflation is running at 6.9%. Now, they're not sort of an easy one-to-one conversion, but certainly what we are seeing there is that people are paying more. I mean, the the total balances are up, but let's remember as well that if you're paying a whole lot more on fuel, uh, you're not getting any more fuel in the tank. You're just paying a lot more for the same fill-up. That's happening across the economy, and that is really starting to stress us out. Now, um, Mike, you were just talking about the US economy, and it's interesting uh, parallel, really, with New Zealand. In the US economy, the first three months of the year, their, their GDP contracted. Now, that's not because their economy did less work. In fact, it did more. But it couldn't resource it all domestically. So the local economy wasn't getting anything more. It was having to import a lot of very expensive overseas goods and materials to try and resource that growth. New Zealand finds itself on the precipice of something very, very similar if we can't uh, unblock some of these supply chains and the workforce issues, we could well find ourselves having, again, to pay a lot more for that future growth that comes through. Very good point. So the immigration reset's been announced. When does that flow through, if it flows through, and what sort of effect does it have, do you think? Well, realistically, I think there's a lot of big talk and and, and maybe not a lot of uh, action coming through on those fronts. We've heard a lot of those announcements in various forms over the last six months that haven't necessarily been borne out. I mean, we don't have a whole lot more nurses or teachers here in New Zealand, even though there were specific carve-outs. In our minds, and, and actually numbers out yesterday, very much reinforcing the point that a brain drain is on. And I think uh, even with the immigration reset coming forward, the difficulty in processing visas and what have you means that we could still find ourselves for the next half a year to a year yeah. having more people leave New Zealand than come in. And that's going to be really challenging and, and a very tough blow for businesses out there who are going, I can't find staff to do stuff. New Zealand's got to set some very serious priorities around what we want to get done because we just simply don't have the people and don't have the resources to do everything that we normally would. Couldn't agree more. I think we're headed for recession because you've got to look at quarter two at the moment, which is what we're in, and you've had the and the interest rates are only going to keep going up. So quarter two, quarter three, they'll bite at some point. So if you think that quarter one's flat, what about quarter two, quarter three? 
Well, I think the other challenge at the moment is that we just see such volatility. Now, the worry, I guess, is that we find ourselves in a in a stronger position than a lot of other economies. That's true. But we also know that some of those major drivers are, could well be seeing some weakening. We know that commodity prices have come off a touch exactly. in recent times. They're still high, but, you know, the profits for, for farmers and similar isn't huge because of how high those costs have gone. China is, is a real worry uh, going forward with their continued lockdowns. Uh, their spending hasn't been great, so that has risks for us. So it's just incredibly volatile at the moment. And I think now New Zealand finds itself having to grapple not only with the COVID-19 effects, but everything else. Supply chains aren't getting all that much better. We're having these uh, difficulties around labour. This is sort of a, there's, there's a huge amount of challenge coming through that I think those numbers will continue to be a lot more volatile than people were hoping for in 2022. Is this self-fulfilling? If, you, if I listen to you and go, geez, I'm depressed, then I get even more depressed. Well, yeah, that's a fair point. I think what's stunned us a little bit so far, and this is where we're trying to read the tea leaves very carefully, is that we know that households and businesses are telling us that they're incredibly downbeat. In fact, consumers on one metric are at their most pessimistic uh, on record since 2004, more pessimistic than uh, the likes of the GFC, more pessimistic than the start of COVID-19. But those spending numbers are up. And even with inflation, they're not down as much as you might have thought. So there's definitely a feeling there from people that they're not uh, they're not expecting great things, but there's also enough willingness to keep things going for the moment. I think, Mike, realistically, uh, there's just a whole lot of nervousness around what comes next that no yeah, one's willing exactly. to put too much of a foot forward. Good on you, mate. Always good to have you on the programme. Appreciate it very much. Brad Olson, Infometrics Principal Economist, with us this morning.